0: Hello, my friend, welcome back to the club. How are you today? I recently attended CellCore's online educational conference with so many amazing speakers and mind-blowing presentations. I think I shared with y'all that I did that um, a little over a month ago. Today, I want to circle back and tell you about one of them. One of the practitioners who uses CellCore in his clinic in New York Did a presentation called Breakthroughs in Clinical Applications for Autistic Children. In his presentation, he shared a case study about a boy named Vinny who has experienced incredible improvement and some reversal of autistic symptoms since undergoing a detox protocol. Vinny was born in 2018 with normal growth and motor function. But took a sudden turn of regression after his MMRV vaccine at 15 months old. He was diagnosed with autism several months later. Vinny's parents brought him into this practitioner in hopes that he could help. And he did. So much so that the practitioner encouraged his mom to write a book about their journey. So when I heard about this book, I ordered it immediately. And then when it arrived from Amazon, I immediately sat down and read it cover to cover. And then I reached out to Vinny's mom, Angela, to ask if she would come on the podcast to share this brave and beautiful story about her son. I am so happy that she said yes and that she's here with us today. Welcome, Angela, to the Christian Health Club podcast.
1: Hello and good morning. How are you? So good. How are
0: you? Thank you for being here. I know you're busy with babies over there. So
1: many. (laughs) (laughs)
0: that's nothing new i get it well i i do appreciate you taking the time to um taking the time out to to share this story with us let's start by having you just tell us about your family um and about Vinny as a baby
1: sure so i have a beautiful family i'm very blessed my husband and i've been together 14 years married for 12 Um, We have three boys. Uh, My oldest is nine years old today. My middle is four. Well, freshly four. And my littlest one is two. And he's turning three in December. And they're all very close. And they're just such loving, beautiful humans. And I hope they stay that way for the rest of their lives. Um, But yeah, Vinny has a baby. He was a good baby. He very smart, thriving. He did everything very early. He did a lot before even my oldest did. Um, When we rewind a little bit, you know, Vinny is an IVF baby. Uh, We tried very, very hard for him, but, you know, the Lord directed us in a different um, direction for Vinny. And, you know, we are thankful for science for that. We are. I will never not thank science for that or Vinny would not be here. But um, then he was genetically tested. We proceeded with our grade A embryo. And from birth on to 15 months of age, he was just doing everything that he was supposed to be doing. And even before, like talking and walking and running at his first birthday. And then, you know, all of that unfortunately changed. Yeah. You,
0: I even read in the book that he potty trained early and I was jealous (laughs) um, potty training boys. Oh, that was just like the struggle of my life. It's very hard. It's very hard. (laughs) It's not easy. And so he was even, um, hitting that milestone early, which is super impressive. Well, tell us, okay. So he goes in for his routine well visit at 15 months and then tell us
1: what happens from there. Sure. So when we took him for his wellness visit, and everyone knows what happens there, um, he was given um, his MMRV uh, vaccine. Sorry, it's very hard to talk about it, but he he received the vaccine, and um, you know, after leaving the office, he he slept in the car. But then, once we got him home, that's when everything just just really went bad. He was screaming on the top of his lungs. He was banging his head on his crib. He kept slapping his head and like slapping his ears. Like he was just so uncomfortable. You know, I phoned into the on-call pediatrician because it was, unfortunately was the day before Thanksgiving and uh, my pediatrician was on call or not on call. So um, I spoke to someone who didn't know my child. She just knew what, was based on his medical record and proceeded to tell me that um, he she didn't think he was she didn't think he was having a reaction to it, but more or less, if he didn't stop crying, she'd be worried about um, you know inflammation of the brain or a possible seizure. So she said, you know, to proceed with Tylenol and Motrin, get him comfortable, and um, if anything else were to come up or we had to proceed to the hospital, to call them back and let them know. Um, I did. Unfortunately, I did exactly what she said to do. And I proceeded to give him Tylenol and he started to settle down. But the next day he was gone. And it just things got worse from then on.
0: So about how long after he left the doctor and you guys got home was it and you said he was kind of he was fussy mm-hmm. fairly immediately was it did it take a while for the did he start immediately kind of exhibiting these symptoms that were out of character was it later that night
1: what, it was, was it was nighttime um we have <laughs> you'll never forget it I remember his pajamas he was wearing we were watching Monsters Inc because it used to be one of his favorite movies he can't watch it now And I know that for a number of reasons, you know, why he can't watch that now. Um, You know, my baby's a little empath. He remembers things. He remembers the trauma. And if you don't believe me one day, I'll be able to show you guys um, on Instagram if you want to follow at Vincenzo's Army. Um, We will be displaying more videos. But uh, it was hard for me to believe Jimmy about, you know, the trauma and what Vinny went through. But I do believe him now with some things that Vinny's been exhibiting. And, you know, they're just... They're innocent children and we're trusting in people to do the right thing. And it's just unfortunate when things like this happen. And yes, they may not happen to every single child, but you know, it happened to mine. So yes.
0: So, okay. So that you call in the doctor, Mm -hmm. your doctor's not there. The person on call said, give him Medtron or Mm -hmm. Tylenol. Um, Mm -hmm. And, and so then, so after then, what happened after that? So things start getting worse. What is the next, the next, the next, yeah, what's the next step thing you did? Yeah. So,
1: um, things just got progressively worse and I kept bringing him into the doctors after that, because at this point he was, um, bucking backwards. So meaning like I couldn't even feed my son. I could not hold his bottle and feed him and I just as a mom like you're a mom if when that's taken from you it's the worst pain that you could ever feel as a parent I'm sorry but it's very sad um but we took him in a bunch of times I wasn't getting anywhere I then took the bull by the horns and called early intervention myself and said listen my my child needs help I think he has autism, but he definitely has a significant speech delay. He's not talking, he's not really walking anymore. He's falling, he's regressing, um, and now he's back in diapers. So I need to know what I have to do to help my son. So luckily, we, our county is at least pretty good with early intervention getting out here. The weight definitely stinks, but that's why I tell parents, you have to take it into your own hands and do what you have to do for your child. So I had him evaluated. And um, we then proceeded with speech therapy. And because of the pandemic, my son was approved. Okay. This is someone now who we didn't have the diagnosis yet, but was severe. T score 50. And um, they gave him 30 minutes once a week, virtually of speech. That's it. So I then ended up talking to one of my girlfriends and she said, you know, you should really Look into maybe a holistic way of life right now with, with like options being so limited, and that's when we met Jimmy Scirigni.
0: Okay, so so you had been taking him into the doctor yep. and just in what well, I mean, what does the doctor say? <laughs> I'm, I'm, it's you know, it's like shocking. Like so,
1: the what does the doctor say? So, um, so the doctor said, stop comparing your children. Um. Everybody, you know, everyone's growth patterns are different, and I completely get that. But what I don't understand is how does a healthy baby become unhealthy when the only thing I've done was taken him to see you? That's that, that was my like main, like, what do you mean? So then finally, his speech therapist, uh, we were doing a demonstration trying to, um, we basically took a couple PJ Mask figures and she wanted um, Vinny to wash them, right? Like any little kid would have taken a little washcloth and started washing them up in the soapy water. And he did not do that. Instead, my son drank the water and he didn't make a face and he didn't gag. And I just started crying and I cried right in front of her. And she said, you know what, Angie, I'm I'm going to send the referral like he needs to be evaluated for autism. So like I said, if I never started with early intervention, my son wouldn't even have been saved as quickly as he was because it seemed like God put everybody in his life that was supposed to be there. He lined it all up so that he would have a chance. And now we know, you know, Vin is serving a much higher purpose. And like I get that now and I'm just so proud to be his mom. I really am
0: and and now you're sharing the story which is going to help other people so i'm so and i know parts of this are painful for you and and so i'm just again just grateful that you're here um to share it so okay so you took the bull by the horns cuz you weren't getting anywhere with your doctor you reached out to early intervention had him evaluated so so yeah he he reversed from all, you know he was walking he was potty training and and then he's then he's falling down all the time he's back in diapers mm-hmm. and at this evaluation he's instead of washing with the soapy water he's drinking the soapy water so exhibiting these just different unusual um behavior that that didn't align with what was happening before right um okay and so then um so then you talked to your girlfriend who maybe re- recommended some holistic therapy and that's when you reached out to Jimmy who is the practitioner that I heard um giving the the presentation at the Soulcore conference. Yes. Vinny so
1: was, what go ahead. I'm sorry, Vinny was his um exceptional clinical outcome.
0: His ex yes, exceptional clinical <laughs> um outcome. That's right. That and that is um when we, um, the, the cell core, um, this conference is called eco and it's exceptional clinical outcomes. And so that's what exactly what Vinny, what Vinny is. It's, it's so amazing. So you, you reached out to, um, to Jimmy, who is a nutrition response testing practitioner. What did you, what were your expectations? Did you, you know, what made you decide to to take him and what made you think you could do anything about um, reversing what you thought to be, you know, autism? Was he, was he diagnosed by this point when you first went to see Jimmy?
1: When I'm telling you everything lined up like it was supposed to be, it was crazy. So we didn't have the diagnosis on December um, 28th when we went to go meet Jimmy Scringy for the first time. But, but, we had the ball rolling with the appointments and such. So then um, he was diagnosed by two practitioners, two prestigious centers here in this state that um, evaluate for autism. And they, one saw him in person, one saw him virtually, and they scored him the exact same. So mom wasn't fabricating anything. Her son not only had autism, but he was severe with a T score of 50. And she just said, keep doing what you're doing. Keep fighting for him. Keep advocating for him. And let's get the ball rolling with more services. Did more services come? No. Did we end up in Jimmy's office? Yes. Did he save my son from from having an unnecessary MRI? Yes, he did. And for that, I'm forever grateful. Um, In my book, you know, people can also see he went for an EEG that was also unnecessary. Another um, hard hard, hard memory to get out of my head with what we had to do to tie him down to have that procedure done that was not needing to be done at that time. Um, was I scared not to do the MRI? Absolutely, but I had I had so much trust in Jimmy. It's the weirdest thing, it's, I just met him and I I felt like that was supposed to happen and I wasn't supposed to question and I was just supposed to do the needful. And at this point, Vinny was already on an organic diet Me and my husband were doing mat time with him on the floor every single day, um, you know, encouraging, you know, sensory play every like whatever we could do. I have a whole sensory room. We were doing whatever we possibly can do, you know, for someone else's negligence at that. Like, let's talk about the cost it took to have Vinny, the cost it is to try to, to get Vinny to where he needs to be. And then the cost of just having a child that's autistic. You have to have certain things for them in order for them to thrive and move forward in life and I'm just glad that he is where he is right now. And, you know, God is good. I mean, that's really all I could say. I mean, he really put us where we were supposed to be. Yes, God, God is so,
0: so good. And um, so you... So were you, did you already change your diet before you met with Jimmy or was that part of the changes that you started to make?
1: So his diet was already under control. What I didn't have under control, I did have some toxic chemicals in our home. We had Lysol. We, I mean, you have to think I was in the medical field for a long time. So we had Lysol here. We've had, you know, bleach, like Tide, you name it. Like we had it, but the food was always there. It was the other things I learned from him about like the, t- the environment that had to be toxin free. He helped out a lot with that. So.
0: Okay. So you, so you go in to see, um, to see Jimmy and he, and y'all discuss all of these things and then to remove toxins and, um, because yes, toxins are going to aver- to ag- aggravate, um, everything that we already have, um, going on in the body. Mm-hmm.
1: And like what, and it will prolong his healing, you know, it's going to make it longer than it needs to be.
0: Yes. It's going to, yeah. Prevent it prevent any progress. Um, those toxins are going to block progress. And Mm -hmm. so we've got to remove the toxins, um, from food, from environment. So tell us kind of what, um, well, I know when you went in to see, to see Jimmy, he said, and this is what you, you wrote in the book that he, um, he was affected by the heavy metals, um, you know, not only in food, but from the vaccine, and that the organs most affected by this vaccine injury were the gut, the liver, and the brain. And so in addition to him telling you, you know, to clean up the environment in your home, and you'd already, you know, started cleaning up his food, what else did he do? What was that appointment like? Did he do nutritional response testing? And what did he recommend?
1: So the hardest thing about that visit was I wanted to be in control because I'm mom, right? But I wasn't even Vinny's person. My husband was. So my husband came with Okay, us. wait,
0: real quick before you say mm-hmm. that, before you go on, because I understand what you mean because I've read the book, mm-hmm. but e- explain to people what you mean by that. So Vinny, Vinny well, just explain what you mean by you weren't his person and how you, he was no longer um, really kind of interacting with you. Yeah.
1: Vin. um, after his injury, he detached himself from me and his brothers and just attached himself to my husband. So my husband was his person with autism. They have a person, they have the one person that is their person. And that was him. And that was hard. It was really hard for me. But, um, when we met Jimmy, Jimmy said, who is the closest to Vin? That's who I need here for the testing. And, um, you know, my husband said, that'll be me. And it was just hard. He saw the pain in my eyes and he said, don't worry, mom, we'll get there. We'll get there. And he was right. Cause we're there. And I'm taking him myself now to do the body, you know, the muscle testing and such, but, you know, it was still very painful. And so our very first visit, my husband, um, and Vinny, uh, had the muscle testing before performed on them for Vinny's very, very first visit.
0: So he had, he muscle tested Vinny through your husband. Correct. Because, because Vinny was not going to let anyone touch him. (laughs) Right, he wasn't gonna have anybody touch him. So this is so I'd never heard of this before. And I I don't have a lot of experience, personal experience with muscle testing. It's something I'm really interested in, and 10 times more so 100 times more so after hearing um, this story. Um, So he was able to muscle test him through Vinnie, uh, through your husband, Vinnie, through your husband, which I just think is so fascinating. So that's what he did, and what did that lead to?
1: That just led to the start of his healing. We left with supplements, and it's so funny how a lot of people say like holistic practitioners and such like they're only in it for the money when my very first visit with him he didn't even charge us for the consult it was just for the supplements because he said listen I know you guys are in it to win it I I could see you guys have a solid foundation and he's like let's just heal this baby and you know we left that night with our supplements and we started our journey and we are almost to our two-year anniversary which is really crazy I can't believe how long this kid has been doing it.
0: Oh, it's so we're going to get into the kind of the the meat of it here in a minute, which it's just it is amazing. Um, That just makes me love Jimmy even more. I've never met him, but just his passion Mm -hmm. in the um, in the presentation. And I want everybody to know in this presentation that he started the presentation um, by boldly proclaiming that he was um, a follower of Jesus. And he started with prayer. Mm -hmm. And um, it was it was amazing and I could just see his passion for what he's doing. So that doesn't surprise me with muscle testing, just in case people don't really understand um, somebody when you're muscle testing somebody, you're, you're trying to ascertain what the body wants, what is going to work best for the body. And so, so people, uh, muscle testing practitioners will base their, their supplement recommendations, on the response they get back from the body through this muscle testing and so this was very customized for um what vinny um what vinny needed and what his what his body wanted correct which is very cool Mm -hmm. so you took took that took took the stuff home um you get going and in the book you said you noticed a change as early as day three Mm -hmm. Of the detox. Yes. And then again on day five, do you remember what, I, I wrote him down, but do you remember what those
1: were? Okay. Can so tell us about him? Day three, he, so each morning we did mat time and I always encourage moms, even if they're on the mat, not doing anything, sit there with them, sit there with them and push them. So we were doing our mat time and I just thought, Hey Vinny, do you want to try this Winnie the Pooh puzzle? And he was like looking at me and I can't explain it. There was just like a different look in his eyes like he was just more with it and i kid you not he put that puzzle together with all the shapes didn't struggle it was so quick and tears just poured down my face and i just said i i messaged jimmy right away and told him and he said you just wait you just wait and then day five he did something he's never ever done in his short little life and it's a giant sign of autism if they don't do this um he didn't know like symbolic pretend play and he went over to this little kitchen that I bought him and he took this little chicken piece of chicken and he put it in the pot and he was stirring it and he brought it up to his mouth and he smelled it and said yum yum and I I said Vinny, do it again do it again do it again I took my phone (laughs) and I started recording and there's just tears streaming down my face and my hand is shaking and I send it to his therapist and his therapist is mind-blown she is just, like, I mean, she has different views than I. That's fine. But one thing she couldn't fight me on was Vinny's progress, right? Like, look at him. I can't believe it. And, I mean, here we are now, and he's even doing better. So those two memories were my most favorite because I just knew from those that we were, we were making legway of where he was needing to be. I mean, his brain, he was neurologically affected, so... I mean, for him to do that after just being detoxed five days in, pulling metal out for five days in a row doing that, it's just, everything was at the right time of when it needed to happen. Like I said before, I I just, it's so crazy.
0: I mean, that, I mean, what wonderful progress and validation week one, Mm -hmm. and that's, you know, I always tell people, you know, the body, the body is so amazing. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. And the, and the body knows what to do when it gets what it needs. And mm-hmm. again, like removing, removing these toxins. I remember I read in the book that you knew, you said you knew Vinny was having a heavy night of detox one night because he was sleeping next to you and, and he was surrounded by a puddle of sweat that smelled like metal. And that's still happening. Um, it's still happening. It does it really? Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I stopped, I stopped um, vaccinating him and it's still coming out. Um, We have decreased the binder. He's definitely getting better, but it's, (laughs) you're a non-believer until you smell that. That smell you can never get out of your, out of your nose. It's more or less like if your kids were playing with a bunch of pennies and it's all over their hands and you just smell it like that's exactly what he smelled like, just a, a copper penny. And, like I said, my husband smelled it first because that was his person. So, you know, we co sleep and he was sleeping next to him. Um, which was, you know, before he was in his crib and he he was being a big boy, but after the injury, we all started co sleeping. That was the only way any of us could get sleep with autism. They don't sleep. They don't sleep at all. So just getting that good night sleep into detox, I was just I was so thankful to Jimmy just for sleeping because I was so depressed and I was sad and I just felt so lost. But as soon as Vinny started healing, I was like, okay, and turn this around, keep cheering on your baby because you have no reason to even be sad anymore. Because even if Vinny doesn't even tell you, I love you, look at what he's doing here. He's still showing you he's trying. And that's all I ever wanted, you know? Oh my gosh. It's just like, uh oh, that pierces my heart. Like
0: this baby is trying. Mm-hmm. He's trying so hard. Oh, you said, um, after that, that first time that you really smelled that, that, uh, he, you know, you knew he had that big detox cause he was detoxing out the metals mm-hmm. that he made another big step, um, of progress that very next day, he brought you milk
1: or something. Yes.
0: Yes. He, uh,
1: went to the fridge and he drinks, um, vanilla almond breeze milk and he, it's a big gallon, you know, this kid loves it he crushes it. So, um, he, he brought it to me and, I said do you want milk and he said yes and I oh my gosh it was like so I think the best thing is like for I tell all moms get the journal if you think something is brewing or you think something is happening because besides the footage that I have I have my journal and I've been documenting him since his since his incident and you know just looking back at all those little things of how of where he's where he is now it's just It literally is unbelievable. People do not believe it until they read it. And then my story matches with what I'm posting on Instagram. And I just get so many DMs saying like, I want this too. I want to do it too. But I'm telling, like it takes mom and dad. And if dad's not around, that's okay too. But mom, you just have to be consistent no matter how many children you have, no matter how busy your schedule is. I mean, I had to quit my career as, you know, being medical administrator. I was actually a healthcare administrator at that at that point. Um, but my children needed me and this is where I'm supposed to be. I know that. And I feel that, I mean, this is the most rewarding job. I mean, it kind of stinks. You don't get paid for it, but still it's <laughs> such the most rewarding job to like see my children, all their firsts are now with me instead of, you know, the babysitter. So it's definitely a blessing.
0: Mm-hmm. And you, you've been there, So that documentation has been huge. Yeah. Um, just kind of, you know, for for yourself to see, to keep you encouraged, but then to share with others. And, and thank God you've been keeping that because now it is, it is blessing others by, you know, by proving, you know, that this progress can happen. Mm -hmm. It is just incredible. So I know that, um, so I so you guys had been using these different detoxification supplements and I know Jimmy said that he'd really just started incorporating Cellcore about the time that you guys came in and so he'd started with some um some other things with y'all that were working really well mm-hmm. and then he pulled in some of the um Cellcore products like the BCATP which is mitochondrial support and the HMET mm-hmm. which is the heavy metal environmental toxin binder and that's um that's a big one that's what Vinny... and that is yes that is like my yeah. uh, you know everybody has to go watch Vinny taking his, <laughs> his black his um his yes his binder. so that that binder is black but let's tell everybody how he does this okay, okay. so you have these supplements yeah. okay and we're talking about so Vinny starts these when he's what like well, not even two
1: no so I he mean, was two I met I met Jimmy. Um, okay. We started 28 months of age with Vinny. You have to remember, okay. I can't even get a diagnosis until he's 24 months here, so we had to wait for that golden two-year-old mark for to actually get an autism diagnosis. When I knew at 16 months old, he was he had full-fledged autism. Like, but like I just knew it. But like I said, I'm just a mom. What what do they care what I'm saying? They have to wait and approve it and see it with their own eyes. But um, you know. I it's just, you have to just get the ball rolling yourself like you really do. Now, the supplement that he started him on, the FTA actually took it away. And I'm telling you that stuff was liquid gold. And what made it easier for Vin was that was a spray. So that would have been really great for children. And now that's gone. So um, I want to say we were six months into treat uh, detox when the HMET was introduced. Now I was in healthcare for you know twelve years, and we I'm just used to syringing everything, like helping the doctors syringe everything. So I said, you know what? I said I'm gonna just try to put water in this. So I broke up the capsule, which I didn't do a full capsule. We took it slow with Vin, um, so I put that in there, and I just put 5 ml of water in and i was like ben do you want to like try it this way and he took it and he smiled at me and his teeth were black and i (laughs) again i just start crying because i'm just like adults can't do this right adults can't in this baby saying mama give it to me get like The next day, he was, like, trying to grab the bottle, grab the bottle. And when Vinny loves something that Jimmy gives him, he will hold it. He will put it up to his mouth and his cheek. He'll love – he will literally love on the bottle. He's, like, the perfect poster child for supplements because this kid is a champ and he is still doing it. And the other – I don't know if you – Happened to see the post, but he actually, Jimmy took him off the binder for a little bit. His body wasn't calling for it. And three days later, mommy, can I have my black? Can I have my black? And I messaged Jimmy. I'm like, hey, what do you think about it? He said, let's give it to him. And, you know, we gave it to him and he was so grateful for it. And he was three days off of it. So... We gave it to him then. Um, I did give it to him a few days ago too. But we're kind of just cruising right now. We're on our CT minerals. We're on drainage tone to help things get out of the body. And then um, I'm also giving him a couple other tones along with that, just to keep his immunity up while he's in pre-K, because, because you know they're nice and germy there. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh that that is all the coolest. So. So the binder that we're talking about this HMET, it's black mm-hmm. and and so you break it open and and so Vinny syringes it up and like just shoots it in his mouth and it's unbelievable and it's and disgusting. It's just test- <laughs> it really is. It's just dis- yeah, it correct. It is disgusting. It does not it does not taste good, but again it's like you know the body is innately wise and I think children are um Closer to that innate wisdom, they're you you know they're just more open and they know you know uh-huh. and he grabbed it and he knew it and it's he knew what his body needed and i think that is just amazing and then also just like oh you it makes you want to tell like all the adults out there like who i can't take supplements like suck it up <laughs> cuz i mean just suck it up and take your supplements this baby is like doing you know doing the work here and then and when you do you get results you know and it's just it's incredible um okay so you mentioned you mentioned school yes and him going to school. So what um, I mean, what is what is that like? Did he did you just tell he just goes to school normally? And like, (laughs) tell us about that.
1: Yeah, (laughs) he is in an integrated uh, preschool. He only qualified for speech therapy three times weekly. And that was seven months into detox, he qualified for that, which they said was definitely unheard of. Because normally, they um, freshly diagnosed children walk in with PTOT and speech. Um, so they were kind of shocked with him just needing that. And then the only way I was able to get him in school was either get him in another MMRV, which we know we weren't doing, or getting some, you know, be smarter than the system. So I went and had his blood tested to see if he has antibodies. And long behold, guess what? He has immunity. He never needs it again. Oh, well, thank
0: goodness for that. Yep. But now, uh, you know,
1: unfortunately, uh, I live in New York state and he will also need a Tdap in order to continue on to kindergarten. So his, unfortunately, his education is very short lived here until we find out um, his next move for kindergarten. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. <sighs> yes. And, and, is. you know, he's vaccine medically documented vaccine injured. So I have no idea why he can't get a medical exemption that now we have absolutely no religious exemptions, but it's, it, he doesn't deserve this. He didn't even ask for this to happen. And I mean, the pictures I post from him at school, he's so happy, like being around other children is what makes him thrive. So my husband and myself are definitely worried about the future for him. Um, we're just going to keep fighting. That's all we could do.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Keep fighting, keep mm-hmm. praying and you know, just having faith that God's gonna line it up. Yeah. And again, I think as you move through your story, it will, you know, it will be um we'll be watching, you know, mm-hmm. and watching and, and seeing and supporting and also praying with you. Thank you. Um I wanna I wanted to kind of circle back to when he was diagnosed officially so you had to wait is I mean is is it because you have to wait till they're a certain age or was it
1: just a backup in the system of getting him in um his age they want him two years old so I literally had him diagnosed right after I worked on that so hardly you know so hard to make sure that that was all lined up and ready because I knew how long everything was going to take I even um his one of my best friends is she's a nurse practitioner, and she actually dropped off his paperwork for me right to the clinic, which sped things up because she had respect for me like we have different views, but like we are best friends and she she said, listen and you at least you're not in denial about this. She said the biggest reason why kids don't thrive is because parents are in denial and and you've never like you've said, give me the diagnosis, and it's sad that parents have to go through that, you know mhm it is um and and by the way i don't
0: know that we mentioned that all this was happening during covid <laughs> so yeah. a lot of this right so not easy so even this like extra layer of difficulty in um making appointments and you said that a lot of his therapy was done online because or virtually because you yeah because nobody was you know the world had kind of shut down um, so he he was officially diagnosed with autism and which you obviously knew that he had Um, you know, you already knew that that's what had happened, but they did rule out genetic autism, which was just another, um, just more evidence that, um, this was likely, uh, vaccine injury related. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? I mean, you said something earlier about he, he, uh, scored a 50. Is that, what does that mean? What does that mean that he scored a 50?
1: So basically when they, um, they use specific charting when they're diagnosing and basically the higher the T score number, the more severe they are. And, um, that's probably what, like at that time he was, I will basically give you the symptoms and that is what explains everything is he was completely nonverbal, um, banging his head, covering his ears, hand flapping, running in circles, putting things in his ears putting things in his mouth that shouldn't be there. Like, I was concerned of Pika. I was concerned of him to have a helmet. Like, I had so many concerns. I was just so lost and devastated at the same time. I can't even go back to that. Like, it's hard to even talk about it, but I'm just so glad, you know, we are where we are now. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So much progress. And that's what, um, that's, that is really just the, the bottom line is that there has been incredible amount of progress. That's what Jimmy reported in this, in this presentation. That is what the school says. That is what, uh, uh, the other medical professionals are saying, right? Everybody agrees. And he has made incredible progress, a lot of reversal of symptoms and that it is possible. Right. So yeah,
1: so he, um, right now where he is, like, I don't like to say, I don't like using the the word reverse for many reasons. Um, I think, okay. I think it's kind of hurtful to other autism moms too. I just, cause I, I always feel bad for them and especially, you know, there was, there's other people that are out there that are, uh, they're not doing it the way I'm doing it and that's fine, but I'm not going to make it about pu- politics, religion, and everything. I'm not doing that. I just, like, my following, they're pro and they're anti. And that's what I think a following is. A following is not just one-sided. It's it's having both sides respect you and you're respect, being respected because you're putting yourself out there, but not being, like, nasty or making reels that are, um, that are, like, sarcastic. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you know the Instagram mm-hmm. world, right? Like, it could be very mean. Mm-hmm. Um, So like I said, I just try to be there for all the moms that I possibly can. I say, you know what? He has autism. And until the day I take him to get reevaluated, he has autism. And, And that's that. What we're getting rid of are the ASD symptoms because that is what keeps them from thriving. That is what keeps them from it. Not being able to sit still. The hand flapping, the spinning in the circles because they literally feel like they want to crawl out of their skin. And guess what? You can't touch those children, right? You can't say, oh, it's gonna be okay. You have to handle them so delicately. So it's like as soon as I got all of those symptoms to to calm down, that's when all the the retaining of the information was coming in and his brain power started to increase more.
0: Mm-hmm. I love the way you, you put all of that. And it's 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 really about just optimizing what you can because some things are out of your control, some things are in your control. And And you're doing and learning and sharing and showing, um, the changes that you can make to help, um, to help optimize and to help make your child thrive in the situation to, to, um, just remove barriers as best that you can so that he can emerge, um, just more, um, more successful in, in everything that he's doing. Is that a good way of putting it? Yes,
1: no, it is. It's a very good way of putting it.
0: Um, I love, um, I love your videos that you share on, (laughs) on Instagram. And so I, I absolutely recommend everybody, um, to, to follow that and to see Vinny's progress and to see him, you know, take his supplements and then just, you know, the, the different, um, milestones and things that he's hitting along the way. Um, what there are many times in the book and we'll kind of start winding down here, um, there are many times in the book you encourage parents to question, yeah, to learn more, yeah, to be their child's health advocate. You're never, you're like you're saying, you're never accusing or or finger pointing or nasty or any. It's just it's really just about, um, you know, opening your mind and just in in being that health advocate and and having grace and just you know making sure that you have grace um, for yourself and, and that all parents have, I mean, we all need to have grace for ourselves as parents. Lord help us. (laughs) Lord help us. Um, what advice, um, is there any more advice or thoughts
1: that you'd want to share with um, parents in your situation? Just to not give up and, you know, get in touch with that Bible because that's one thing I did too, because I was feeling a little lost. Um, being a special needs mom, you feel alone. And that was another reason I made the page that I did because I was alone and I didn't, I don't want that feeling for other moms. And especially like if they're going to start their journey with um, supplementing and stuff, like I can walk them through it. You know, I'm not going to be one of those people that are going to say, oh yeah, I'm going to charge you for just, you know, this and this. No, 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 no. Like I'm literally just want to be there for you because I didn't have that. And with Vinny getting so much better. It's my job from God to give it back. So I'm going to give it back and I'm just going to keep helping and helping and get these, like I said, a milestone to milestone, even if they don't have Vince turnaround, that's fine. What if they start sleeping through the night or what if they start concentrating more? Like all of those are wins to me. And I think to any special needs mom.
0: Absolutely. Um, I will say that, um, Jimmy said in the presentation that he said, the diligence of this mother is why we can give you a happy ending. Mm-hmm. And and that's that's how he wrapped up the presentation. And it's just a testament to you not giving up and you um, just putting, you know, giving this this love and this energy and, and doing what you could, what was in your hands. Um, to help your child and then to help others and so this this has become um, a larger purpose for your family you know in life and it's really it's really beautiful to um, to have you share this and again I'm, I'm grateful that you're here to share it today and that's why I wanted to um, have you on to just get this message out there um, of hope because that's what it is and um, before I, before I let you go, I have to ask you the anchor questions, sure. which are the questions I ask all my guests. And so, um, so this one's kind of interesting. I, I want to know what your anchor meal is. Like, what is your go-to healthy meal? But then what is that for Vinny? Maybe it's the same. I don't know. But w- or what is his favorite kind of healthy meal and what is yours?
1: So Ven, like, you're just saying like on the fly, like if we're in a rush, kind of sort of thing or?
0: It, well, yeah, it, well, any, anything. Yeah, a, a rush is fine because most of us are in a rush, but just kind of what's your go-to. Like if you, a, a meal that you eat often um, that you like, that's pretty healthy. Um, I just like to give people ideas.
1: Yeah, he's he's one of my best eaters, honestly. He loves um, fruits and veggies, but we give him a lot of like red meat, a uh, lot of grass-fed meat. Um, he likes chicken, but it has to be specific. Like he still has that, um I don't want to say like oh I mean he does have OCD but he just likes specific things so like in his lunch I just I normally pack him like bell peppers and you know um apples like everything just has to be in like little separate containers but I mean that's it's like kind of like a charcuterie board every single day for him in his lunch. Um, he doesn't like bread. We don't eat any bread in the house. People think I'm crazy. Like the only, but my kids don't like it. They just like what they like, and they don't even realize they're being healthy. It's just because we do the shopping, and that's what's in the fridge. And my kids are thriving and they're healthy. So that's what we do.
0: I love it. I love it. That's right. If it's not, if it's not there, you can't eat it. So um, don't, no different. What about you? What is your what is your anchor meal? What's your go to you're a busy mom and you're feeding yourself? What do you what would be something that you eat somewhat regularly that's um, healthy?
1: Um, we do a lot of um, like grilled chicken, the kids like salads and stuff like that. Um, which Vinny doesn't like salad dressing. Like he literally just eats the chicken and the lettuce and the cheese like on it. It's pretty cool. (laughs) can't believe he doesn't like that either. But um, I I make that a lot because I just like to encourage them, at least if we have one nice, like healthy meal a week. I mean, all our meals are healthy, but you know what I mean, making it really, really good. They like um, steak too. Um, They like green beans, like fresh green beans. Uh, They like a lot of stuff. Thank God, you know. That. <laughs> yes thank god thank god for that because yeah i mean
0: i think with any child you know pickiness comes with a, a, a lot of children and especially with um with um some special needs and and any child on the autistic spectrum and i have a child with sensory um sensory disorder and so um so yeah i mean it, it can it can be a challenge but um again i think you keep trying and you know what you present is what what you've got, and that, and they can learn And their, um, their taste can change. And you can kind of work within some of the things that um, maybe they like, but then don't like and keep trying. So um, I like hearing all about that. Yeah, me and my How husband
1: about, um, turned it around too, like the way we were eating, because we can't eat bad and encourage our children to do the opposite, you know, so that's very mm-hmm. important, too.
0: Amen, and that's that's what I always I tell tell my mamas is, is you know it starts with you first mm-hmm. and um, just just being that I call it organic evangelism you know and just kind of being the example and then um, and then your family and friends just kind of picking it up you know more naturally um, just by you being the example of it. Um, what about an anchor verse, which is a favorite Bible verse or one that is just speaking to
1: you presently, one that really gets you through? Probably Joshua, um, verses one through nine. Have I not commanded you be strong and courageous Do not be afraid, do not be discouraged for the Lord. Your God will be with you wherever you go. I just I say that to my kids all the time. And, you know, even to my husband, we've just been through so much from, you know, loss, infertility to a vaccine injury, um, you know, to me losing my, you know, having to give up my career, but this is where God wants us. This is what we're supposed to be doing. And I'm just going to keep fighting and advocating. And that's all I can do. And I just hope that, you know, other moms can respect that. It's not about, you know, saying you should be, you know, anti-vaxxer or this or that. It's literally, I'm just trying to help you no matter if you want to keep vaccinating them, that's fine, but maybe just look. At other options. You know, the people who are watching Ben's story. So, you know, right now we're about 400 moms, you know, I almost have 200 on my story daily. And that's huge to me. Like, I don't think you need thousands of followers. If you have so many, you know, on your story that are actually engaging with you, that's what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for the thousands. I'm looking for the, the hand, the handful that wants to engage with me and, and get their children on better regimens, which, you know, that's what we're fighting for, you know, to save the children.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So tell everybody where they can um, find you, follow you to see more of what you're doing, more of Vinny's progress, where they can find the book, all those good things. Sure. So um,
1: you can find the book. It's on Books a Million, Barnes and Nobles, or um, what am I forgetting? Amazon. We will be at Target and Walmart at some point, but those distributors for some reason are taking a while. But either way, there's three um, retailers that you can get it from. And then you could follow us at vincenzos underscore army on instagram i did have a facebook but i don't know that platform's kind of toxic we may return we may not but we are a thousand percent actively on instagram and we are looking forward to you to join our army and you know watch his journey and there's definitely gonna be a part two because we are nowhere near over with his journey
0: Mm, yes and it's it's um I've loved um, connecting with you and getting to see that, and um, reading the book. It's just so full of hope and, and good information, and grace and encouragement. And it's just, um, it's really wonderful to see unfold. And I, I'm incredibly grateful that you um, you agreed to to come on and share it with me. So thank you in our audience. Thank you so much. Oh
1: my gosh, no problem. Um, you know, it is easier to write about it than to speak about it. But I think each time I do this, it'll eventually make me stronger. I, I mean, at my book launch, I couldn't even get my speech out. I just cried so hard. And I just at least I was able to do almost fifty minutes of this without falling apart. You know, so it's all about growth. Mm-hmm. I'll get there, but it's fresh. And he's my baby. And nobody knows this feeling how much it happened to you, you know,
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, and yeah, I feel like, you know, like the doing stuff like these, these podcasts and things for you are going to be your stepping stones into, and your practice, you know, for stepping into this, this bigger role that um, it sounds like God has for you, you know, to be a voice um, in the world and of encouragement and information and hope. So I'm glad, I'm glad I could um, help you um, sharpen up your skills. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) for sure. Thank you. I loved it. I loved it. Um, All right. Well, um, thank you all. Thank you, my audience, for listening. Um, I hope you have a healthy and blessed week, and I will talk to you soon.